You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Hello and welcome back from a piece to when the uh, return of the video, the, the return of Iron Empire, episode number 32. You can see PJ Braun and I are here uh, wearing, uh, representing Iron Mag Labs, as you see on our shirts. If you're not seeing this, you're just listening, no problem there. But if you want, you can go to our YouTube page or check out our Facebook fan page and go on there and check out the video. And uh, maybe you like that a little better. Some people do, some people don't. You got two options now. So, um, PJ, you look, I got to say, PJ, you have a very nice glisten to you, glowing in a way. <laughs> uh, your face is very svelte, very lean. You look very young. Uh, how are you it's feeling? A very, right a very small head now. Your head is My small. Head. It's funny, I'm looking at the screen. And I'm remembering the size of your head previously, and it is definitely it is shrunken. It's only taking, it's about 30% smaller in, uh, in width, your face. Uh, this little uh, girl in, in, uh, in Starbucks, um, I always get green tea. I like to have a green tea. She goes, um, you know, like a couple weeks ago, she's like, oh, are you, are you like a bodybuilder or something? <laughs> and like the other guy behind the counter was like, good question, Einstein, like that. And I was like, yeah, something like that. And uh, she goes, it's kind of funny. It looks like you have like a normal person's head, but like it doesn't fit on your body because your body's so big. And I just uh-huh. started laughing. And I was like, I suppose I could take that as an insult. I'm like, but I go, I'm going to take it as a compliment. She'd be like, that, that's the goal, don't you know? The goal is to have <laughs> the uh, your, head, your head look abnormally small, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, the no- a normal, really normal size head, but you want it to look so tiny because your body is so big. Um, I got to say that when your face gets skinny like this, I think it makes your features look larger in comparison. So I'm looking, your mouth looks very bigger. Your your lips look very plump and purty. <laughs> a purty mouth. I, I actually uh, like my face better like this. Mm. I know it's it, it gets to the point where like like probably by uh, the day of the show, it'll be a little weird. Um, but Amber doesn't like it like this. She likes me with more meat on my cheeks. Yeah, Darius says the same thing. You um You look... Your, your nose looks a little bigger. Your ears look a little bigger. Your eyes are bigger. Everything else is smaller. I definitely look, I definitely look uh, younger, yeah. though. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so I had an interesting – but by the way, for people watching, I'm sorry. You probably noticed the minutes. This is not just half the show. We have to do uh, – this will just be a one-hour show. And the reason behind it is because PJ is actually about to get in the car and drive to Las Vegas for USA's, get his uh, hotel room, get a – you know, situated, settle in, and uh, and get ready for the show. I am leaving tomorrow very, very ridiculously early on Spirit Airlines. Not very happy about that. Ooh, Spirit, um, Spirit Airlines. No, I fly United, man, and I've been trying to get them to fly yeah. every time. But anyway, so I'm flying Spirit Airlines. Not very happy. Very early in the morning. So uh, I will be seeing PJ. I arrive at 10:15. Uh, so I'll be seeing PJ and checking him out. I'm sure we'll have make lots of videos from the weekend. So. I do encourage everybody to check out uh, the uh, YouTube page. Um, it's youtube.com backslash Aaron Sagerman, all one word. We're going to be putting up a lot of Iron uh, Mag Labs videos. Uh, we got a lot planned. Obviously, um, PJ is competing, so you'll see a pre-interview. If Dave doesn't want to do like a full feature pre-interview for RX, if he does, we'll do it there. If not, I'll still do a pre-interview with PJ that everybody can enjoy and see on the uh, YouTube video. And I'm sure he'll do some posing and stuff. It's funny. I'm not going to bring up any names. But you know the guy you talked to yesterday. He, um, and I want to play um, your posing music, which maybe you could give that away a little bit. But all these bodybuilders, 
they don't want to show what they look like. Like some people, somebody else sent me a picture of how I looked, and he's like, don't show this to anybody under any circumstances. I'm like, give me a fucking break. You know, it's just a few days till the show, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, like, the guy who sent you the thing, we'll talk about later, I guess, um, he's like, no, I can't show the pictures to anybody. I'm like, why? Give me a break. Why? You know, like, it's going to change the outcome of the show. Do I know the person? <clears throat> yeah, he's a big Tool fan. But he is not competing for, like, three more weeks. Yeah, but he wouldn't send any pictures. How, uh, oh, he wouldn't send any <laughs> at all? No, not to me, even. See, I, I, you know what's funny is... Um, Look, I just want to say, because he's probably listening, I love him, he's a great guy. I just I love him too. the mentality, that's all. Um, you know, um, everybody bodybuilds for different reasons. Like, I know that like Evan doesn't like people seeing himself be, be, you know, before shows, and um, that's just a personal thing. For me, I feel like bodybuilding, um, it should be a way of life. Um, and I had one year, which you remember... Uh, where I got just absolutely just bloated and gigantic. And, yeah. and uh, I actually am embarrassed by those pictures. Uh, but even when I, when, I, when I looked like that, you'll remember I would wear a tank top and I would pose, whatever. Um, and I, and now I... problem taking your shirt off. Yeah, now, now I stay in pretty much good shape all the time because I feel that what we do is, is a lifestyle. And there's a lot of people that are inspired by it, whether we think we look good or we don't. How many of us get on stage more than once or twice a year? Um, but there's 365 days in a year that you're representing it. So for me, I'm putting in the work. If somebody wants to see it, I don't mind showing it. You know, there, there's pictures that, uh, like, I'll look at and be like, oh, that's not a good one. I don't want that one out there. You, you know what I mean? But um, I, I, I've never had an issue with that. I just, I don't know. I, I suppose it could be an insecurity thing, or or not an insecurity thing. It's just a matter of opinion, I guess. A lot of people, I've heard um, a few people lately saying that they don't want to show the, the whole the package until the package is pristine, you know, it's ready so to be unveiled. It's, yeah. That's, I, to me, that. look, I don't think that, as long as, look, well, I'm not judging, PJ's not judging, the judges are there at the day of the show, so it doesn't matter how good somebody looks three days out, three weeks out, three months out, it doesn't matter. All mm -hmm. that matters is how they look that day on stage. So by showing me, or anybody, and I'm not using, it doesn't have to be me, anybody, I don't understand because it doesn't really affect anything. The outcome is totally, he could look fucking unbelievable three, three weeks out. It won't make any difference. Or he could look horrible. As long as he looks the best on stage, he's going to win. So it's like, um, I, don't, I don't quite get it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I remember um, the year that Jeff Long won nationals. Um, he wouldn't even let me be in the room when Dave was looking uh, at him for, for, you know, the little, the pre-contest interview. Right. And he, he actually, uh, one of our good friends, one of his very good friends, he actually made him leave the room too. We, we all had to leave the room. So only Dave could see him for the interview. And then uh, backstage when it was time to compete, he was nowhere to be seen until like five, 10 minutes before, you know, it was time to go on stage. And he actually pumped up with clothes on. And then when everybody was in line, he then took his shirt off and like ran out and got in line and competed. And I mean, he went on to, to turn pro, but he obviously looked, looked great. So it couldn't have been an insecurity thing because he looked awesome. Yeah, it's just a, uh, you know, some people are, are like that. I don't, I don't, dude, I don't care. I really don't. You know, um, there's a lot of people. This is is my opinion. There's a lot of people that are inspired by the way that we look, and like even if we don't think we look great. 
they still think we look awesome. You know what I mean? Once you've gotten on stage, like, you know, when you did your men's physique show and you were, you were absolutely shredded in your head to you, that's looking great. So like right now you're probably like, ah, I mean, I'm, I'm big, whatever, you know, I, I don't look great. But anybody else that looks at you is going to look at you and be like, damn, that guy looks fucking awesome. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's like we're, we're 1% of the population of people that actually do this stuff. So that's, that's, that's why that's the way I feel about it. I mean, I felt like that about it since I was 13 years old. Right. I agree. So I had some pretty, uh, I guess it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's definitely not a good thing. So I'm driving in the car, right? And um, I get a surprise phone call from Jay Cutler. Now, um, me and Jay don't talk on Which the phone a lot. Cool. What's that? We didn't, even, we didn't even get into what you talked about. I mean, I can't believe that you are out of position in life where you're getting fucking phone calls. Sorry, Isaac, from Jay Cutler. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? I'm um, jealous because I love Cutler. Yeah, well, we're going to see him in Vegas. He wants to kind of hang out or something. And, so. and, dude, my barber, not to cut your story off, totally fucked me. Sorry, Isaac, today. I had the best Cutler going. You saw it in my picture yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and I told him, I'm like, do not touch the top. I want the top long. And he made it into a faux hawk again. Well, why did you let him do that then? I, I'm, I'm out of it. But I specifically said, do not touch the top. I like the top long now. And he was like, no touching the top. I was like, no touching the top. And next thing I know, like, I, I feel like the, 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 the scissors going. And my beautiful cutler was taken away from me. He but my actually, hair grows fast. That was the point of the call. He was like, Does PJ, is PJ's cutler looking good? Is it, is it tight? And I was like, well, it's, it's pretty good. And he's like, good, good, good. He's like, tell him good. So well, I guess he's going to be well, pretty disappointed now. I tweeted him, and I, I said, you know, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah. It's true. Very true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he actually called, which is interesting. Um, he just called to catch up, which is very mm-hmm. strange, because that's the first time that's ever occurred. So That's cool. Um, yeah, we just uh, he is just telling me about uh, he went to New York this past weekend, and uh, he is uh, back in town working hard on the Alpha Helix line, and... Sounds like everything is going pretty good in Jay Cutler world. So obviously he's not competing at the Olympia. Uh, is Alpha Helix released yet? No, he's waiting. The thing is that they want to release a whole series of products at once. So mm-hmm. you know you could he could release one or two or whatever, but he wants to have a whole line. You know he doesn't Got want it. to just have like he doesn't want a, like a small leak of a release. And he wants to have this big explosion. You know like you know one day nothing, next day it's like. The, the era of, like, you know, before Jesus, after Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. current era. He wants to be, like, make it, like, that big, so. BCAD, I yeah, got Yeah, exactly. So he wants to, it's uh, BC before color, or BC before <laughs> B-A-H, and then A-A-H, right? That's what he wants. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, it was very, you know, I guess it was distracting. Like I said, I don't talk to him on the phone a lot or anything. So I got this call, and I start talking, and we just happen to go, Boca doesn't have a lot of traffic. Which is not very nice. I know you'll like that. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's very, very little traffic. But we happen to run to this road that is just like jam packed with traffic. I later found out it was because there's construction. But so I'm driving the new Acura uh, down the street, right? And I'm talking to Jay Cutler on the phone, and uh, and Daryl's like, "Take a U-turn, take a U-turn." So I get in the left lane to take a U-turn, and it starts getting really tight. And she yells like, "No!" or something. And so I like kind of veer to the left. And as I veer, because I'm not, I wasn't paying enough attention, it was my fault, mm-hmm. the right side of my front car basically scratched the, the left side of the rear bumper of a white uh, Honda, um, Honda something or whatever. Um, and um, I didn't even feel it or hear it. Neither did Darielle. Usually when you get in an accident, you hear something, right? Like metal on metal or, or like a, an impact or something. I feel nothing. I hear nothing. And so I just keep going. Well, the guy is like pulling up. He's like freaking out. 
So we pull, he pulls over and he looks back and I'm like, you know, there's like, his back part of his bumper is kind of fucked up. I was like, there's no way that I just did that. What kind of car was it? He had like a Honda or something. Okay, at least it wasn't like a Jaguar. No, I know, I know. So I hit, I I guess I hit him. I was like, I can't believe it. I didn't hear anything. The guy gets out and I get out. Let me tell you, this guy was, I guess it's because it's Boca, super nice about it. Like, like a lot of people, even me, I would be pissed. Like you fucking hit my car, you know, I would be like a little pissed. Because he knew I was on the phone. my car, I'd probably punch you. Seriously. Right, exactly. A lot of people are like that. Um, he was super nice. He ended up to be a Jewish guy, an older Jewish guy, probably like 70 years old. He was extremely nice. He's like, oh, you probably don't want to use your insurance for this. And he's like, you know, there's this like body shop down the way that Darielle know, knew of. And we went there and his car cost 500 or $600 to fix his car. I was like, fuck, fix it. And so I'm going to end up having to pay 600 for his and 400 for mine for this stupid thing. Because it's really, I mean, I really, honestly, I blame Jay Cutler. And, and when I see him, I might have to invoice him for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, thanks, thanks Listen, Cutler. You don't call me enough. You kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah, I, that would, I would have probably crashed if Cutler called me, too. Yeah, there you go. I would have got an instant boner and crashed all of a sudden. <laughs> and then you would have locked the door and just keep talking to him, even though the guy's, like, banging on the door. You there? What? Hello? Yeah, you can't hear me? All right, uh, PJ, a little, little technical glitch, a little technical error, but uh, we're back online. That requires a little more editing from me, which I'm not happy about, but mm-hmm. we'll make it happen. Um, so let's talk a little bit about you, uh, about the, um, the contest prep here. We are, uh, we are a few days out. How do you feel like you look at this point, and uh, what's your confidence level like? Uh, my confidence has been growing. Um, you know, it's this is uh this is interesting. People, there, there are people that will email me after I say this. You're probably not going to know what I'm talking about, but um, uh, I was born uh, in Chinese astrology in the year of the rooster, right? And one of the the personality traits of those people is that you are just ridiculous, ridiculously competitive um, to the point where it's just like you you just are, are almost like, you know, overdone with it. So you'll, 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 you'll work as hard as you can and uh, you hate, you'll hate losing. And I think you know how competitive I am. Very you know? competitive. So, you know, we've discussed in the past that let's try to take a different approach to this show. Let's try to chill out a little bit. Let's try to enjoy it. And, and, and you know what? I think that, that we're going to do that. Um, at the same time, I really, really, I believe that there are guys at this show that are supposed to do very well if you follow what people say that that I can beat uh, and I want to beat them now I will say there are there are, there are guys there that are amazing you know it's it's the USA's um, I want to be compared with those guys if I get compared with those guys um, to be honest with you I will consider that a victory so whether they call out four or five in the first call out as long as I am there, that will be a tremendous personal victory for me because I believe that I belong there. And I believe in myself that I belong there. And each day that goes by, each day that goes by, I believe more and more that I deserve to be. You know, um, I think many people believed that uh, in 2010 I deserved to be called out with the guys that were in the top five. And, and I can tell you in, in 2010 at Nationals when I last competed, that was the best I've ever been. Um, I would have liked to be a little more full. But that was a truly impressive top group of guys. Um, it was Fred Smalls, Juan Morel, um, 
Anthony Champagne, Ken Jackson. Um, man, it was just a great, great group of guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was. Guys, guys that are all pros now. Um, also, uh, uh, who was uh, Joe Thomas? Also. Joe Thomas. It was just a great, great group, group of guys. Um, and I still felt that I should have been called with them. And, 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 and actually, uh, uh, one, a really great compliment that I got after the show, um, Fred Small said to me, uh, he was like, man, I really thought you were going to be called with us the way that you were looking. He was like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, ah, I was like, this is your time, man. I was like, you deserve it. Let's not talk about me. Um, and I can tell you that I'm a lot better than I was in 2010. Um, and I personally don't feel that I don't feel that the level of, of uh, competition in the heavyweights this year is, is as deep as it has been uh, in the past. And I, I feel like it's very wide open. And uh, there's one guy that I actually think is is uh, outstanding, and uh, his name is Anthony Pasquale, and he won the Junior Nationals, and uh, he has has impressed me more than a heavyweight uh, has impressed me in in a while, and um, that's no disrespect to any of the, any of the other guys that are very good, um, but he is he is a pro bodybuilder that just doesn't have his pro card yet, uh, and I I actually believe that he could win a smaller pro show this year. Um, I would love to come in at my best and just see how I look next to him um, because, you know, he's just impressive to me. And, um, you know, I don't get impressed easily, but but he is very impressive. So, um, you know, if you wanted to say to, to me, PJ, who, who do you think is the is the favorite in the heavyweights? That would be my, my person. Now, there's always guys that come out of nowhere. And um, from from what it looks like, nobody's talking about me at all, which is fine um, because years where people did talk about me, um, like, you know, 2010, I was getting a lot of, of hype and coverage and I wound up finishing ninth. So, um, perhaps it's a good thing. Um, but I, I, I do believe that I'm going to be my best. I really do. Um, you know, after being in the hospital for a few days and being in all that pain, um, I never let my, my thoughts, um, get away from being positive. And, um, the fact that I'm still going to be able to come through and, and do this, you know, I, I'm pretty proud, uh, of myself. Um, and, you know, there was, there was a short moment last night where I'll be completely honest. I was getting a little bit nervous about where my body weight was. And then today I woke up and my body weight is exactly where it needs to be. And, uh, you know, as soon as I got on the scale, I, had to, I got off. I did it three times. And it kept coming up to the exact same number. And I, I, I actually screamed and woke, and woke up Amber because uh, I was so fired up. So um, I think a lot of things are going my way. Um, I got a lot of emails from people saying, don't do the show, don't do the show, you know, you could die. Now, I don't think people understand that what the doctors believe happened to me, although is, you know, a big deal, it's truly not as bad as a lot of things that it could have been. And I'm not some dumb meathead. If I, if, if my body was telling me don't do the show, I wouldn't have done the show. And I've been very careful about everything. And I've had to do things differently. I've had to eat a lot less food and do a lot more cardio. Mm -hmm. um, and I've taken a lot of different uh, holistic approaches. I've been doing castor oil packs at night, which is something uh, Mr. Palumbo is an advocate of. Uh, Evan Santapani turned me on to this, this product called Fluorescence that I've been using three times a day. It's freaking expensive. It's $36 a bottle. And a bottle lasts you like two days. But I'm just staying on everything I can. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I, I really believe that I'm going to impress people, which is my goal, you know? Absolutely. I think so, too. From seeing your pictures and knowing uh, you're a pretty realistic judge of how you're looking, you're not somebody who, like, thinks they look unbelievable when they don't. So, uh, you know, I'm very much looking forward to seeing you in person and 
trying to help uh, be a second eye for you to, uh, to dial this in perfectly. You're already, one thing going into this is PJ is basically at the right weight and he's not flat, which is a big deal because we thought you're going to have to really flatten out a lot to get yes. into that weight division. So this is going to be, people are going to look, I know just from seeing the pictures I've seen already and how you look and the response from you and Amber, that people who saw you at the LA, or not the LA chain, the Excalibur, are going to see you here and they're going to think you look like a different person. Yeah, you know, it's, it's unfortunate for the people out here that don't know me uh, that saw that version of me because there was guys that, you know, were backstage that were like, oh, man, you know, PG Braun, it's cool to meet you, blah, 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 da, da, da. And, and, you know, I felt like I was being a really poor representative of myself, you know. And, and then there was, there was uh, people that were like, oh, he's overrated, this and that. And, you know, I, I, I had to tell people, like, that was, the, that was literally the worst I've ever been on stage before. Um, and we all make mistakes. And you know what? Um, you know, Michael Jordan said it best, like, as many shots as he, he's, he, he made, he's missed so many, too. But you just keep trying, you know what I mean? And uh, that's all you can do is just keep trying. All right, so, PJ, what we're going to do now is I'm going to do a little verbal uh, radio commercials. Since we're going to do this all in one shot, we're going to do the best. Yep. We're going to make it one video, and we're going to take this video. I'm going to pull off the audio and send that to Jeff with the opening. And then one song at the end. You know what? We'll do two songs at the end. So if you guys want to hear the songs, we'll put them both at the end so people can check them out and see what PJ is listening to to get fired up for the thing. But before we get to that... If you don't mind, is it okay for me to play your posing music? Yes, you can. Um, I'm going to play PJ got this posing music um, um, from Big Ron Parlow, who's been on the show a few times. Absolutely great guy. And I wanted to play the, uh, the posing music now so that you guys can hear uh, what PJ will be posing to, because a lot of people probably won't be able to get the chance to hear it. So. And, and after, after you play it, I'm going to tell another cool little story about that. Okay, hold on. Here we go. You'll be able to see us. I'm just turning the microphone towards the computer here. I'm going to turn it a little louder. Here it comes. This is a 90-second routine, so it's not long. Here it goes. That was a 46 and 2 by Tool, in case people didn't know. And uh, the coolest thing about that is that Ron had it edited down all the cool parts into 90 seconds, which is not easy to do for, and make it sound good like that. No, no. And, 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 the, and it's so cool because the way it happened was we were not even talking about bodybuilding. Um, we were bullshitting about music because we both have the same taste in music. And I was like, man, I, I really love Tool so much and he was like oh me too he's like tools my favorite and he was like what's your favorite song 
and I said my all-time favorite Tool song, I've probably listened to it a million times, is 46 and 2. Just the lyrics, the meaning, and just the sound, it's just an amazing song. And uh, I was like, you know, I, I was like, I would love to be able to like pull off a posing routine to that song, but it's just, it's, it's just a crazy song. And he goes, as a matter of fact, he goes, I posed to that in 2007, and I have a pretty cool version of it. And he's like, and I'd love to have you have it if you want. And I was like, yeah, dude, send it to me. Um, and he sent it to me and I saw his routine with it and everything. And I was like, yeah, send, that, that's, that's awesome. I'm like, uh, you cut it up really well. Cause it's a, it's a long song. It's like a five, six, seven minute song. Yeah. Um, but he, he put, you know, the beginning and the middle and the end cool parts together where it flows pretty well. Um, do you know what the meaning of the 46 and two, do you know what the meaning is? Yes. Uh, it has to do with the chromosomes, uh, in the human body. Uh, the, the typical human being is uh, 44, but they believe that there is a uh, potential uh, another, I believe it was Carl uh, Jung was the guy who had the philosophy that there are people that are actually on a higher level of uh, intellect than other human beings. And basically what the song is about is, is, is stepping out of yourself and becoming that higher level. Um, and uh, basically 46 and 2, which is the level of the the chromosome make, make, make up when he says 46 and 2 is just ahead of me. He says stepping through my shadow and basically saying he's leaving his regular self to become a higher level, like a, like a super level of intellect and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Actually, I think if you YouTube the song, um, somebody actually really breaks down like um, uh, the actual like meaning and, and like gets really thorough with it um, on the screen while you listen to it. And, and it'll actually make you appreciate the song a lot more. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Anyway, um, let's do the commercials, and uh, we'll come back and do shout-outs. Really, just gonna, we're not even going to come back. We're just going to do this. I'm going to do my little commercials. And basically, we'll start off with the biggest supporter of PJ and mine, Iron Mag Labs. Rob and Gina DiMaggio are actually flying to Vegas on Friday morning to support uh, PJ Braun. Obviously, probably do a little partying in Vegas, too. But uh, uh, Rob, Gina, and their assistant, Kat, are all coming in on Friday to uh, support PJ and the rest of the competitors that are doing the show, but especially PJ Braun. So um, I got to thank them for their support, um, their, their support emotionally, uh, financially, and the backing that they do on basically everything that PJ and I do. They, they, they're behind us, and so uh, we're obviously behind them. But even if you don't care about any of that and you want just something that works, Super DMZ 2.0 has been selling like hotcakes. Rob actually I talked to him yesterday said that the, the uh, sales are unprecedented, blowing away previous numbers. And the reason for that is because people are already seeing um, how well it's working. The, uh, the new uh, chemical or uh, compound in there is really blowing away everybody's expectations. Super draw is a thing of the past. You guys gotta check out this, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, now I can't remember the damn thing. It's like, it's like some kind of methyl trend or something. I can't remember the name of what it is. That's not it, uh, but um, this shit's obviously very powerful. I haven't started mine yet. I get it uh, the first or so, right around that date. And uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out myself, but people are really already blowing up on this stuff. So This shit's obviously very powerful. Should be like the catchphrase for it. Yeah, this shit is very powerful. Could be good. Yeah. Put that under the bottle. Um, it could be like when, uh, when author El Ray was doing uh, WTF, yeah. and, and he, would just, uh, he would just look at the screen and go, WTF, motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. I, and you know what? It was pretty catchy, yeah. right? Yeah. It was catchy. Very catchy. So there you go. Um, check that shit out. They have a lot of other girl good products also. Go to the site, um, ironmaglabs.com, and check it all out. You can use either one of our uh, 
our discount codes for 15%, which is a pretty big deal because if you buy a lot of stuff, that can add up to a lot. Anything you buy over $100, you get free shipping. So um, use the discount code Aaron15, or what is it? What is, what is yours? Braun15? PJB. PJB. Easy to remember. PJB15. Get 15% off all your orders. That's a pretty good deal. I want to throw a shout out, a special shout out to Envision Medical, who doesn't sponsor the show at this point, but does sponsor both PJ and I with medicines. And uh, nothing like getting your medicines taken care of legally. You know, you got Iron Mag Labs, who can help you out with all your oral uh, medicines, um, help you grow. Um, and then if you need to get um, the base, basic stuff like testosterone, DECA, Aremidex, HCG, you know, whatever else you need, it's like that. They do T3. They're actually even doing Anavar and Winstrol now, growth hormone. Um, you call Envision or you go to EnvisionMedical.com. Say Aaron sent you. Uh, we can work out some kind of discount for you. Tell them Aaron sent you. You listen to Iron Empire Radio and you get $100 off. I just made that up, but it's okay. You tell them. Tell them to come back to me. $100 off. Bam, just like that. Tell them, you, you know, you're from so many fucking pros. They, you, you, of course I get it. See, no. so many fucking pros sent me. I get it for fucking free. For slip free. the guy a fucking 20 when you walk in, you know? <laughs> slip him a, slip him a 20 at the front. They'll give it to you for free. <laughs> slip him a Mickey, you know, and then just tell him I'll meet you in the back. You got my stuff. <laughs> meet you in the back. I'll give you a blow. All right. Um, hey, so anyway. Um, you know what I wanted to know? What? Um, Orbit Nutrition. Yeah. They do international stuff, right? Yeah, so anytime somebody's listening. Anywhere they don't do? No. Well, not Antarctica. But other than okay, Antarctica, but they do Australia because yep, people yep. keep asking me how can I get the Iron Mag Lab products from different countries. Everybody, that is probably the most common question that I get, and uh, of all of everything about Iron Mag Labs because we have so many people that listen to the show that follow you and I, and they, they all want the products because I mean let's be honest they're steroids so who doesn't want that if you want to grow you want to get lean or whatever it is stronger it's going to work for you it's not one of those things that maybe it works maybe it doesn't they all work so. A lot of people outside of the country, I get people from India, I get people from Australia, I get people from Europe, I get people. So um, Robert and Gina do not ship internationally. You know, you may as well not even ask them. What you got to do is you got to go through a reseller. They have a few, but the best one who has the most product at the best price is Muscle Mitch over at OrbitNutrition.com. Muscle Mitch. He'll send it anywhere. If it doesn't clear through your customs in Australia, that's not good, but uh, it can happen, but he'll take the chance. He'll send it to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's that's the key. He has a very high success rate, which is also important. So um, for 40, 40 something dollars, it's worth the uh, worth the risk to get some good shit. Because I know you guys in Australia are dying for good shit, and, and we got some here you can get sent to you, no problem with your credit card. And um, go to orbitnutrition.com and uh, use the discount code IER five. Five percent is not a whole lot, right? But it adds up because the prices are already so cheap. You know, he's. You want BSN, you want all the other products you get everywhere else, species, whatever. Um, you can get his products cheaper there than basically anywhere else. So 5%, basically you're covering your shipping. So, All right, PJ, we are back and um, commercials are over. Let's go to some shout outs. What do you say? Shout outs. Now, you did the shout outs last week. Yeah, I got a lot of names wrong and shit, I'm sure. Got some names wrong, got some names wrong. But uh, I'm going to get the names right and we'll do our shout outs right now. Shout out to Danny Police. Uh, shout out to uh, Joshua Marzek, Trevor Majors, Krishmit, and Renee. He wanted to give, give Renee the shout out this week. Uh, Jess McCutcheon, um, Mickey Carolan, uh, Adam Bray, um, Ian McGarry, Lou Hudson, and Angela. I noticed there's a lot of new people on the list again. I like there that. are. I like to see that. Uh, shout out to Jimfo. 
<laughs> looking for investors. Uh, shout out to Eric Davis. Shout out to Muscle Mitch, our boy, Mitch. Who we just Muscle talked Mitch. about in our commercial. Um, <clears throat> oh, here, here's one that's going to test my uh, pronunciation skills. Um, shout out to Dejan Popovic oh. and the Iowa Aesthetics crew. I think I did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, shout out to Adam Stewart. Shout out to Scott Goble. Yeah, from Australia. Shout out to uh, Thomas Kalikleb, Stacy Mitchell Gray, uh, Ashley Gray, Amy Lauren Gray, Justin Baccio. That's three Grays. They're all relatives. A lot of Grays. A lot, a lot of Grays. All right, PJ. So Stacy Mitchell Gray, Ashley Gray, Amy Lauren Gray, all girls' names, but only one is a girl. <laughs> uh, very interesting. They're not going to like me saying that, but it's true. They're Australian, so maybe that's normal in Australia. But Stacy, Ashley, and Amy, those are girl names where I come from. Yeah, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I, you know, Grays, I would like to know, could you tell me, first of all, is that unusual in Australia? And number two, I would like to know for next week, did your parents, did they, did they think when they were naming you that these, these names are not for boys that they might get made fun of? And did you get made fun of? I think those are pertinent questions. I love that the whole family listens to the show. I love it. I love it. I, they should get mom and dad on here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, back to the shout outs. Now, I, you know, Justin Baccio, it's B-A-C-I-O. And that, that, that looks like you can't see you, so... Keith Allen. Uh, shout out to Keith Allen. Shout out to Xavier Willis and his girl Jane. Shout out to Cody Kidd. Shout out to our boy Max Cervantes. Uh, Dylan Miller. Uh, Will Albertos. Uh, Brian Abraham. Uh, all the Maliks, Adil, Assad, and Ahmad. Shout out to Greg Tuba. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pause for a minute. Greg Tuba, remember he had the story about the girlfriend that wouldn't have sex with him? Right. And it was like 10 months they didn't have sex or something crazy like that. Well, he didn't know if it was wrong, if he should break up with her or not. Yeah. And, you know, we gave him advice on one of the shows. Well, they had a talk and she told him and, you know, she was very upset because I guess she really cared about him that his penis hurt her so bad that sex wasn't enjoyable. Whoa. And he said he said to me, he's like, dude, I'm not packing like a giant penis. He's like, I mean, it's decent size, but he's like, I think it's something with her. So I told her that she should go to an OBGYN and, and see if she's got some kind of problem going in there because the sex was just, it was so painful that she didn't want to do it. So he may give her a chance. He may, he may give her a chance now after all. So shout out to Greg Tuba and his girlfriend's abnormally small vagina. Shout out to uh, Justin Davis, Tyke Kimball, Jess McCutcheon, Nate Anderson, and Zach Anderson. Out of, uh, out of curiosity, did Greg Tuba want you to say his whole name like that? Uh, he doesn't care. I asked him. Um, shout out to, uh, Megan Hesham. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Bren, uh, Ben Grahada. Shout out to Jody Boba Danielle. Uh, shout out to Rob Manns. Uh, Kenetta Nunn. Uh, Jeremy Abernathy. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin Herring wants a big gay out. It's a big old gay out for Benjamin Herring. Um, shout out to Sean Christopher Lewis. Shout out to Al X. Shout out to Ian Haydecki uh, and uh, Rob Holt. You know, Rob Holt's always toward the bottom, I noticed. That's kind of funny. He waits the last that, minute. He makes, he makes sure he gets himself in there. Um, so that's a, that's a lot of different names on this. this I know. Week's, I'm liking uh, that. 56 people oh, posted yeah. on that. That's good. That, that makes me happy. Yeah. It means we're reaching a larger crowd. I like how people – I get a lot of emails about people listening to the show in public and other people are like, hey, what, what's that? 
and then like other people get listen to the show because they hear somebody else listening, which I, I think is cool. That shows you that we're doing all right. Yes. All right, let's start with the questions so we can get the show over with because I know you're ready to go and we've had a lot of technical errors. And when we have technical errors, I want to smash this thing and leave. And yeah, I definitely want to smash it right yeah, now. So I get ag- I'm really aggravated when that happens, so I'm, I'm ready to, to move on. So um, let's start with um, finding a balance. Danny, how, how do you say it? P- police? Police? How do you say it? How do you say it Danny? Yeah, it's, it's pronounced like police. Police, okay. Um, he wants to know, how do you find a balance between gym, work, relationships, and family? That's not an easy balance for some people. Some are better at it than others, you know. It's just you have to learn to manage your time properly, and you have to have people around you that understand what yeah. you're doing. And if, if they don't, then, you you know, if, depending on how important it is to you, either you have to change your life or you're going to have to go and find, um, you know, somebody that understands it. Yeah, I think it's a lot of it's all about priorities and where you're at. If the gym is very important to you but it's not fitting in with stuff, Maybe you can work uh, around finding a time that makes everybody better. You know, a lot of people, I would hate to do this, but if you're really busy, a lot of people will go to the gym in the morning early, change and go from, from there to work. Like eating and preparing meals and stuff, it's really not that time consuming once you get it down to a science. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, people will prepare meals on Sunday for the whole week and they bring it with them and they just make it work. You know, you, and then when they go out to eat with their family, they order things that they can eat, they figure it out beforehand. And it may sound complicated, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know? Yeah, it's it's truly not that hard once you get in a good routine. Routine is everything. Yeah. Um, and you can't make excuses. You just got to be consistent. You got to get in a good routine. And then, to be honest with you, f- falling out of your routine will mess you up more than, than actually being in it. Right. Next question from John, J- Joshua Marzak. Uh, Pete, this is directed specifically to PJ because he must, he must not think I have anything to contribute on this one. PJ, mm-hmm. what is the... I think we've actually ans- answered this one before. PJ, what is the... A weird sexual act that a girl asked you to do because it turned her on, but was even too crazy for you, and you opted out. Uh, I had a girl that wanted me to like uh, hit her in the face, and I, I wouldn't do it. I thought that was really strange. Um, like slap her I, in the face. Yeah, like hard. Like and, and like she was like calling me a pussy and shit because I wouldn't do it. Um, and um, that that was probably the weirdest. I, I had a girl that was just like. You know, I, I told you the story. Uh, the girl was obsessed with, like, trying to get up into my asshole, and I just, I'm not into that. And then she just wouldn't, like, take no for an answer. And to me, it was actually strange that she wanted to be in there that bad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big, gross dude. I'm sweaty and disgusting. I shit, like, five times a day, and, and, and you're dying to bury your face in my asshole? Like, that's pretty <laughs> weird. That's, that's weird, you know? Yeah. You know, guys are gross. Like, girls are cute, and they're clean, and they smell good and everything. Like, guys, we're all big and hairy and gross. Like, why the hell would you want to do that? Like, I don't understand what would turn you on about that. Mm, I don't know. That, that I think I even know the girl you're talking about, don't I? I think that you do, too. Is, is it, start with it. Is it AS, the initials? Uh, yes. And I'll tell you, the, the, the punching in the face, though, to me is weirder than that. Like, the girl wanted me to like, strike her in the face. Yeah. Um, like, kind of like, I guess, almost like simulated rape, which is really, really weird. Um, Ian, uh, uh, McGarry wants to know what's the worst example of stupid gym instructor advised exercises you've seen in the gym. I'm going to start with this one. I've seen a lot, but the thing that I see the most, I'm not going to tell you the worst, but the thing that I see the most is people training people and they're doing pull downs and they're doing the pull downs. The trainer's right there and people can see on the video. They're doing pull downs instead of doing like this, the chin, they're doing it like this all the way down like that. And I see that a lot. Yeah, I, I call it recently. I call those uh, lap pull downs. 
You call those lat pulldowns? Yeah, when they pull them all the way down to their lap. <laughs> lap pulldowns, yeah, lap pulldowns. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, that's um, very common for some reason. I'll tell you, out here, there's a like functional training is really big, and I've seen some stupid ass shit. Um, I saw a girl that was just throwing a medicine ball at this very, very overweight woman <laughs> as hard as she could. And the girl would just catch it and then have to throw it back. And the girl was really aggressively throwing it at her. She's and I was like, what is, yeah, I was, I was like, what is this supposed to achieve? Um, and then I've also seen a lot of these guys that take like, you know, you'll take like a 200 pound overweight women and have them balancing on a ball, doing like a bicep curl or something ridiculous like that. Um, you see a lot of that out here in California. Um, so, I mean, things like that I think are pretty ridiculous. All right, next question. Um, this is from uh, Dijon Popovic. He wants to know, what are the top three supplements you guys take excluding whey? And I'm going to tell him for both of us. Okay. There's three products from Iron Mag Labs that are, the, that are the most popular. The Ostar X, which you can use with your cycle, or you can use it when you're off to, to maintain or even gain muscle. Um, the Halo Extreme, very powerful for dieting. If you're dieting, you want to stay really tight, uh, maintain all your muscle and strength, or even possibly gain muscle while you're dieting, or if you're trying to gain but you don't want to hold any water, or number three, the new Super DMZ 2.0, which is just a mass builder. It's not a wet mass builder, so you're not going to gain a lot of water, but there is a little water. You could take E-Control with it or something like that. It doesn't really aromatize much. It's just a little tiny bit of water retention. If you want to stay really dry, you can do the, um, the Halo Extreme, or you can even take both of them together if you really want to go far out there. That's, that's our top three. Good. Uh, Adam Stewart wants to know, Aaron, if your son one day wanted to become a bodybuilder, what would your thoughts be? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I would probably be very realistic with him, and I would tell him, based on your genetics that you were born with, yeah. between me and Darielle, you know, the chances of you being a successful bodybuilder and making money are almost none. So if you want to do it as a hobby, to have fun, and uh, as something that you do in your spare time and something you do to try to reach a goal of competing or being the best you can be, that's great. I would be all for it. But I would also tell him that, you know, don't dream like you're going to be a pro bodybuilder. Dream like you're going to be a doctor or something, you know, and do that for fun. I would also want him to do it the most healthy way possible. So, I mean, I would never tell him, you know, he has to do it naturally or anything like that because obviously I didn't do that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, um, I'm not going to suggest him take steroids by any means, but if he did, I wouldn't like freak out. I would just want him to go to the doctor, get blood work done, and be as safe as possible, and be realistic. Say, listen, kid, you know, listen there, son. If you take listen, tons kid. and tons of shit, it's not going to matter. You're still not going to look like these guys because it's just not. You're not going to be able to beat these schwarzes. <laughs> yeah, these schwarzes. There's no way you're going to beat a schwarze. Look at you. So that would be it. Um, so <laughs> I would, I would encourage him if that's what he wants to do. I'll encourage him. I'm certainly not. Look, I love bodybuilding. So bodybuilding has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I would never tell him don't do it or stay away from it or any of those things that some parents might. But I also wouldn't tell him, you know, go balls to the wall. You're going to be Mr. Olympia, kid. You know what I mean? I'd rather him focus on school. So um, <clears throat> very, good, very good advice. Lou Hudson, Aaron, I know you're big into reading. Any good reads that you'd recommend? Anything from fantasy to self-improvement to education? Um. I am a big reader, and uh, I'm going to give you um, a few authors or something. Uh, Greg Isles is an author that I really like. All his books, he has the, this amazing thing, and if you go back to the first books, every book that he's written is different. 
it almost seems like they're different authors. So he's wrote a, a World War II book, a book like a, a fictionalized World War II book. Uh, he's wrote uh, books on all, all kinds of different subject matter, and they all seem very different. And so I really like that, and they're all good. If you're talking about fantasy, a lot of books that people haven't read, I mean, I would used to always say uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings, excuse me, um, uh, Game of Thrones. But now people are starting to be familiar with that. Go back and read the new Dune books, by, uh, not by Frank Herbert, by Brian Herbert, his son, and Kevin Anderson. Those books start with the Butlerian Jihad. Those books are fucking awesome. Sorry, Isaac. Very good. Like, I am not a person who likes sci-fi. I just generally am not. But there's some books that are so good that it doesn't matter what they're about, what, like if sci-fi or not. And uh, those, the ones that I've liked, um, have been, uh, more than any, uh, Game of Thrones and then the, the new Dune books. The old Dune books are good too, but the new ones are great. Um, and then if you like, like um, spy stuff, go check out Power Down by Ben Coase. The first book by Ben Coase. He has three now. The first one was really cool about this Delta Force guy who leaves the Delta Force um, because of an incident that happens, and he ends up working on an oil rig in the middle of the, uh, I think it's the Indian Ocean, and Somalian pirates attack. And this motherfucker is a bad dude. And I don't want to ruin it, but let's just say that it's like, imagine an old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, like Commando, but on an oil rig with the guy that makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a pussy. So, mm-hmm. pretty cool book. It's like, a, it's like a badass movie, but a book. Those are some recommendations. Um, next one, Scott Goble, who, who helps host, by the way, PJ, the uh, RX Muscle Australia show. And uh, he helps um, Tony Doherty run the XFIT. He works at Tony's gym in the office. So XFIT, a big Australian thing. Hopefully you'll get to go this year. Maybe Scott can pull some strings, help us get you over there. Scott, um, him and Xavier. Xavier and Scott, can, they, they're the, I mean, they basically helped get me over there. Him, Tony, Xavier, and Ben over there at uh, Bulk Nutrients. So Scott says, how do you deal with social media spammers, people who constantly tag you, post on your wall, and generally use your high profile to promote themselves and ride your coattails to glory? P.S. If you like this question, please also like my fan page. That's funny. Um, so anyway, you want to answer that first? You, we both if you're not my friend and you spam my wall, I, I just delete you. What if they are your friend? though? Then I allow it. If it gets ridiculous, then I remove myself from the tag, but I let my friends utilize me for, for you know, their promotions of themselves. Have you ever have you ever told somebody don't do it anymore? Um, yes, I have actually. This kid out here, I forget his name, some kid from California. He was like a client of uh Derek Farnsworth or something. I never actually even met him and he was just posting his shit on my wall all the time, like, vote for me in this contest, help me win this contest. It was like ridiculous. And I sent him a message, and I was like, yo, dude, I don't even know you. Like, stop posting shit on my wall. Like, if, if, if I don't know you and you're not a client of mine, like, don't, don't use me for my, for my, you know, the, the followers that I have to win your little contests. And then I actually wound up meeting him, uh, you know, maybe a couple weeks later, and he apologized and stuff. But that, it was really annoying. It was like every single day. Huh. I've had, a, I've had a, uh, a few people that I've had to tell, stop doing it. Because um, I, I don't want to delete them or ban them or anything. But it like got on my nerves where I would it would start bothering me. You know this guy who's a nice guy, Christian. Uh, I call him Christian Duque, who runs StrengthAddicts.com. I just pull out of his down. He's getting to the point where I might just remove him. All right, this next one is, next one is from Justin ba- Bossio, and he wants to know: 
I'm planning a bachelor party for one of my best friends, but his wife says no strippers or no prostitutes. He is going along with it, but that's bullshit. Do I hook him up anyway, or do I abide by her rules? I don't no, know if this is a no. joke question, because we went through the exact same thing, or if he is serious. What do you think? Just hook, hook the guy up. The wife isn't supposed to know about it anyway. She's not supposed to know what happens. I'm going to have to disagree, because I was happy that we did it the way we did it. I didn't miss the prostitutes or strippers at all. It's not. It's it's really not for the guy though. It's for everybody else. So if you're planning on like a big event with a bunch of dudes, like you know, you you could you should turn it into a big crazy event. Um, you know, of course the wife is going to say that. You know, they always. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I thought it was great. I don't think I don't think you want to start a relationship with with lying. So a, a marriage with lying. If you need a part, I mean, I don't know. I understand your point, but I'm going to just have to respectfully disagree on this one. Next question. Okay. Ashley Gray, worst decade for or period for gym attire, like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, or the 2000s? What was 80s. the worst period, in your opinion? Definitely the 80s of the hot skins and shit. Oh, horrible. I wonder, do you think we'll look back on what we wore to the gym now in 20 years and think we're ridiculous? I can't imagine it. No. Because I wear, I wear shorts and a tank top. You know, and a, pretty, basic, black, pretty basic, pretty you know? basic. Pretty basic. Yeah, pretty basic. Um, Xavier Willis wants to see how he pronounced the name Jane... Keika. Kaka. <laughs> I don't know. That's my best. Tell me if I'm right. <laughs> All right. Um, topic. Does gay for pay or suspect photo shoots earlier in a bodybuilder's life affect their placings in their future? Uh, and he gives, for example, Kai Green, Nick Trigilli, et cetera, et cetera. I think that those examples um, probably prove the point that no, not if you're a good enough bodybuilder because Kai is doing pretty damn good. Yeah. And uh, he may not be Mr. Olympia. It might hurt being Mr. Olympia. And Nick Trigilli uh, is probably going to do very good at USA's. So um, I would say the answer is, is usually no, but it depends on what you do. Like Kai Green, you know, he, he I guess, you know, I, you know what? I just don't think it does matter. I don't think there's too many guys that have done stuff like that. PJ, you did a photo shoot that was, that you regret. That wasn't nearly as bad as that, but um, you didn't get your dick Yeah, I did miss out on some, I missed out on some uh, opportunities for sponsorships because of that when I was younger. Right. Um, guys that were like, oh, we liked him and everything, but then we saw the picture of him and his butt in a thong, and we don't want that representing our company. So I think if you're a phenomenal bodybuilder, if you're just absolutely amazing, like Kai Green, somebody like that, it, it's not going to affect you. I think if you're you know, a, a pretty good bodybuilder trying to make a name for yourself, it could definitely hurt you a little bit. Um, Max Cervantes wants to know, why so many gym nicknames? I have no idea, Max. Everybody loves nicknames, so, you know... Um, once you're a good bodybuilder, they like to call you something like Juan Diesel Morel or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So just kind of goes with the territory, I think, huh? Yeah. I don't have a nickname. No, you don't. I'll have to think of a nickname for you. It won't stick now. You've been around too long. No, they call me P. Gay over uh, at... Uh, P. Gay, Gay, yeah. Yeah, you're P. Gay. That's right. Um, you want to say anything about that or no? Yeah. You know, what's interesting is I don't, I don't really go to get big that much, but I have a lot of my friends like you that go over there a lot. Um, and I know Ron Avedan, um, you know, I see him out here in, in Cali and, um, you know, me and him always BS and, and get along. Um, there's a guy named, uh, Billy Guns that I guess just, just hates me for some reason. But what makes it really weird is that, um, Billy Guns used to work for, uh, Palumbo and, um, he was like typically, you know, overworked and, you know, he had a, a tough job tagging all the pictures and stuff like that. And I would sit there and bullshit with him and hang out with him. And I became friends with him uh, to the point where I actually even had him sleep over my house, which I haven't had too many people sleep over my house before, but I liked him enough 
to have him sleep over my house, and um, I thought we were cool. And um, I don't, I don't know why um, he hates me so much, and he's always bashing me on there. Um, I don't know if it's just to be funny or or whatever, but you know, I, I always thought him and I were friends, um, and I liked Billy a lot. So if uh, I'm sure there are get big listeners that are going to listen to this, um, and then maybe they can bring some uh, light to why Billy hates me so much. I actually asked. Uh, <laughs> I've been getting uh, a little bit of emails from uh, Melvin Goodrum, actually. Yeah. Uh, and he said he believed that Billy Guns hate because I'm part of the WAC Pack, but uh, Aaron, you would actually confirm that I am not part of the WAC Pack. No. Uh, I have no affiliation with the WAC Pack at all. Um, Dave and I uh, are friends, and so when, when Dave has an opportunity that, that presents itself that he wants me to be involved in, I typically take it. And I also do the same thing for Flex or MD or Muscle Mag. You know, I, I have no. Uh, true affiliation with anybody. I, I'm a, a free agent in a way, and I like to be involved in bodybuilding. So I, I'm certainly not a member of the WAC Pack. I don't do any of those shows. Um, so if that's the reason, then that can't possibly it. Um, but I, I always did like Billy Guns. I have nothing bad to say about him, so I don't know um, where that's all coming from. But apparently there's a lot of hate going on over there coming from him. It's crazy because you always used to tell me that, um, that him and you were boys, which is weird. Yeah, I took him out. You must have uh, to, done something that you don't know about. I'm sure you did something that he thinks is an insult that you don't remember or you don't you didn't never meant like that, and that's what it is. I'm sure it's got to be. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I would never intentionally do anything. I mean, um, you know, he knew my, my ex uh, and knew him well and liked him. We went out um, to the to the club that I used to work out at one night and hung out. And I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um. Let's see. Um. Uh, this is not a very nice question by Dylan Miller. Uh, is Dave Palumbo the ugliest guy in bodybuilding? I would say the answer is definitely no. No, no. There, there, there are many very ugly guys in bodybuilding. Dave is actually um, Dave is looking a lot better since he lost a lot of weight. You know, when he was bigger, especially when he's in between size, when he was like two sixty, not like not that big. I mean, he's very big, but not as big as he used to be. Because when he was huge, everything kind of matched up. But when he was in between, I felt like his face and neck and head were still full size. But the rest of him was already shrinking. Now that he is smaller and like the smaller, leaner version, or smaller, I guess leaner may not be, less water bloated version, he actually looks better. If you look at Dave up close, he's got a, uh, he's unique looking for sure, but I wouldn't say ugly. And I have heard tons of girls say that they find him very attractive. Trust so. me, I, gotta, I don't know you, Dylan, but I can guarantee you, I would bet millions that Dave has been with hotter girls than you have. I mean, oh, not, no insult to Dylan Miller because I'm sure he's a great guy and probably very handsome. But uh, Dave, uh, Dave gets some of the the best looking women probably in the whole planet. And if I told you the girls that I know that Dave has been with, I think you guys would all be just absolutely shit yourself. So, and he's dating Lauren Les now, who's a very very attractive yeah. 21 year old women's physique pro who mm-hmm. is, um, I really think, will be an enormous deal, enormous deal. Like, like you know. Dana Lynn Bailey's type of celebrity in our industry um, because she has a look that is, you know, still very pretty, but muscular, but not too muscular. So I think that uh, Dave does pretty good for himself. Yeah, he does awesome. <laughs> um, Will Al- Albertos wants to know, what is your opinion on having a girls or boys night out once in a while when you're in a relationship and how do you convince your partner to have one? Um, oh, I used to tell my ex, please go have a girls night out, especially when I was dieting. Man, I wish Amber could have a girls' night out now, but she doesn't have any girlfriends out here. Um, I think that I think that it is good. I just think you know, I think that the terminology "girls' night out," "boys' night out"—that's a good idea 
as long as it doesn't mean like going out and getting super fucked up and doing things that you wouldn't do with your partner. Mm-hmm. So like anything that me and PJ and a bunch of other friends would do, I would still um, hold myself to the same kind of standards. Maybe we'd be do stupider, goofier stuff with me and PJ and a bunch of guys, but I wouldn't do anything like that I wouldn't want her to know about, and I would expect the same from her. So then there's no reason to not do it. There's not nothing like bad about it. But if you're thinking, if you're a girl or you were thinking, well, I'm going to go out and do something, you know, that that they wouldn't like, like, uh, you know, um, go get super drunk and go dance with a bunch of chicks or try to pick up girls or, you know, whatever. No, that's not cool. And I think it's not a good idea. So you just got to make sure that she believes and trusts you that you're going to conduct yourself in a, uh, in a good fashion. That's my opinion. Good answer. Um, Xavier Wills, who is a a Australian, but a, a sports fan. An NBA, NFL sports fan. I know he's a big Lakers fan. If you guys had to be a pro sports player in the NBA or NFL, which would you prefer? NFL for me, just because football is my favorite sport. NBA for me, because you last longer and they make just as much or more money. Mm. Sometimes a lot more money. So if you're playing in the NBA, that means you're going to play. Even if you don't play a lot, you're going to play because they don't have that many people on the team. Whereas Mm. uh, in the NFL, you know, you could, I know, I know a friend of mine that had never played a down, never got on the field once in, in a game and played for years. So um, that doesn't sound like much fun to me. And I think you would make more money, obviously, if you're playing in the NBA. So that's my opinion. Um, Brian Abraham wants to know, when are we going to do another speed dating show? And how is Jessica Dunn doing with Bachelor Number 1? Uh, it, didn't, it didn't last very long. They communicated for a little while. Nothing came of it. And uh, she's back to being single again. So if any of you guys want to stalk her on Facebook, you can do that. Or if you want to do a dating game with her again. I mean, I actually have another chick that would be interested. Um, another IFBB pro girl could be interested. Um, I'm sure that we could round up a few good girls. But if you guys want another shot at Jessica Dunn now that you've seen her, that she's cool, you see her writing questions, and obviously you heard her on the radio, you want another shot with her, you know, write me or PJ an email. If we get enough people interested... We could do another Jessica Dunn show, or if you guys want, if you guys are interested in doing another one, and you want me to line up somebody else, I could line up. I have a feeling that I might be able to get a little Candace Keene action on here. She's still single. Candace Keene is pretty hot. Yes, very hot. That would be good. Probably, it's possible you'll have, she'll be Miss Olympia this year, so go on a date with Candace Keene, that might be a big deal. So, write us an email, tell us what you think. Um, Jess McCutcheon, in the spirit of the upcoming Cheru Classic in India... Let's bring the, the karma by. Let's bring in the karma by exploring the topic of reincarnation. If you died today, would you rather be a brought back as a Rosie O'Donnell's thong, b Wayne D'Amelio's toilet paper, or c Elton John's condom? You're thinking hard, PJ. They're all bad, PJ. They're all bad. They're all bad. I'm going to go with Rosie O'Donnell's thong. Yeah, because at least she's a girl, right? Yeah. I'm going with you, too. I don't want Wayne's shit on me. I don't want to yes. fuck a dude and be the kind of that fucks the dude. That would be crazy. Um, Jess McCutcheon also wants to know, what is my status with Carl Lenore uh, of Off Topic? What's the relationship status? We are, we, are both, we are no longer together, obviously. He's still my friend. We don't talk that much these days. And, uh, you know, we're cool. I would love to have him on the show, but I, he's too busy these days um, with all his stuff and his relationship and stuff. So, you know, if you ever wanted to do this show, I'd be glad to have him. If you ever wants me or PJ back on Superhuman Radio, I think both of us would be glad to do it. 
it just hasn't worked out so far. So if you guys want to write Carl and ask him to come on off topic, I mean off topic, come on, Iron by Radio, we would both love to have him. So maybe that'll happen one day. Would you agree? Yes, 100%. Rob Mance. Rob Mance has a lot of questions like this. Is there a way to get a girl out of the friend zone or out of the friend zone with a girl, rather? It's all on the girl. It's the girl's decision, 100%. It's all how she handles it. Get her drunk. If it doesn't work when she's drunk, then you're screwed. Yeah. You just got to make your move. You got to break out of the friend zone. Yeah. The girl controls the friend zone. If she puts you in the friend zone, the only way out of it is, is, you know, through alcohol. And if that doesn't work, then you're stuck. Um, Sean Christopher Lewis wants to know our thoughts on the new Batman movie. Do we like our popcorn sweet or salty? And do we take any pain medicine or anti-inflammatories after uh, the, the uh, wait, do you take any pain medicine or anti-inflammatories? Um, I haven't seen the new Batman movie. I like my popcorn very salty and buttery. And uh, I can't even take an ibuprofen right now because of the condition that I'm in. Um, although I would, would prefer to be taking some pain medicine. Well, the pain is gone now, but um, I still can't take anything. I've not, I'm not permitted to. Um, I saw the new Batman movie. I liked it. I'm not going to go into it since PJ hasn't seen it. And probably a lot of you all haven't. I'm all I'm in agreement with PJ. Salty of popcorn with butter. I like my popcorn so salty that Daryl won't even eat it. Pain I like it like that too. I am not. Uh, I'm not taking any pain medication currently, and I do not take anti-inflammatories. Um, Al X, what is your opinions on religion and evolution? Did God create humans, or was it evolution, and why? I, I'm competing in today's. Can we just do a different? Let's fly through this. Okay. Well, I'll answer that because I like those questions. You can you handle my answer? If it's not real long, let's yeah, wrap okay, this I'll up. And I want our listeners to know that this is like the last fucking thing that I really want to be doing right now. And you guys should be very very thankful <laughs> that I'm doing this. It's delaying shit that I have to do. I'm supposed to be shaving all the hair off my body, which is a tedious and annoying task. It sucks to do it. And then I have to drive four hours to Vegas, and this is slowing down the process of doing everything. So I would like to get through these questions as fast as possible. We started much later than we wanted to, and we had like at least five or I'll six. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's stop the PJ Braun guilt trip. We're going to skip the last of the questions. PJ's got a good point. He's got a lot to do, and he's got to compete and hopefully be in that first call out, and maybe even, you know, you never know what can happen. So we're going to cut the show short. I want you guys to send in the, the evolution question. We'll answer it later. And then, um, and then I ends up, what do we regret? Regret. Let's send that back out next week. We'll be back next week. Good luck, PJ Braun in Vegas. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, basically that's it. Peace out, right? Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> you owe me. Now you owe me. I owe you. I do. Bye, guys.